0: Welcome Welcome
1: to LCV. Let's compare views.
0: Okay, and welcome back to season three of LCV. My name's Jordan, and I'm back with my mate, Lucy. Welcome, Lucy. Hello. Today, we're talking about being quids in, being rich, having money. Like, you know, our bank accounts are overflowing, aren't they? Oh, I wish. (laughs) In a dream world. (laughs) Minted. We're minted um but anyway back to reality um if you had to say if you had to what was your relationship with money would you say you were a frugal frown are you a bad and bougie spendaholic um are you a saver
1: i'm a bit in the middle really i went through my bougie phase when i was at university because letting a 20 year old loose with a three thousand pound interest free overdraft was never going to end well um so (laughs) (laughs) I think I I think I used to live my best life when it came to buying anything and everything all the time Mm -hmm. um but I think it and when I lived at home I would think less and I probably didn't save as hard as I could have or should have living at home because I don't think you quite understand how valuable that is in terms of your ability to save so since moving out and me and Ash living independently I'm quite frugal with my money it will take a lot for me to purchase stuff like I will think about it a lot obviously essentials aside but if I'm buying something I'll have to think about it for at least a month before I even do it because in my mind if I've forgotten about it after a month then I clearly don't want it and when I have a goal to save for I will save but mm. generally other than that because everything is so expensive I'm just sort of going month to month because I suppose my one thing where I do spend a lot of money is activities and things with friends because I find that Food, yeah. yeah exactly like that's my favorite way to spend money so in that respect I probably am a bit free and easy
0: mm. um I would say I used to be a lot worse as Bunny when um, Mm. I was younger. Um, I didn't go to university, so, A, I didn't have the debt, but I also didn't get the opportunity to have, like, the massive overdrafts and get in that large amount of money and be like, what the hell? I mean, I I was from the era of EMA, so I got uh, education maintenance allowance. I got paid to do my (laughs) A-levels, unlike (laughs) some people, um, which was – Odd in itself, Um, but again, that was only like thirty quid a week extra. But for Mm -hmm. for and then hundred quid during September and in January, which again was odd. Um, So that went really quickly. But now I'm a lot better. I am with money. I would say Mm -hmm. I'm not much of a saver, um, but I would say I've now managed my wants and my needs. So now I'm very good at talking myself back. So I do a lot of saving of items on like ASOS. I don't actually buy those items. I just cl- keep adding to the list, but never actually <laughs> making the purchase.
1: Every now and then just going in and scrolling through it and just sighing, like, oh, one day.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, updating. It's like, oh, it's out of it's, that size is out of stock. And having no intention of buying it, but I'll change the size I just in case I'm like, okay, then I'll just update that. Um yeah, I would say I'm a mixture of a lot. Like I used, to, oh my god, I used to spend like crazy to the point where I remember I got a check for a birthday once and it said please don't cash this until and I was like, I'm broke. So I went to a cash checking <laughs> shop and I got a phone call. I said, they, and they were like, why are you cashing this now? I have no money in my account. This money was oh, for your my. birthday. But again, I didn't have any um, education about money. Mm. You know what I mean? That's one thing I wish they taught. I don't know how you feel, but I wish that they taught better at school is money education.
1: Oh, oh 100%. I think that would have been far more valuable because I can tell you for a fact Some of the stuff I learned in maths I do not remember it and have not Mm -hmm. needed it for years and years and years and there's certain things in school in general which I learned which are far less valuable to me and I think if we had that education about managing your money we probably wouldn't be feeling the stresses and pressures like we do today and I can speak I'm sure I can speak for a lot of people and I know that money is one of the biggest points of contention and worries but I just think if people had that better education about managing it it would be far less stressful and I just you shouldn't have to be frantically praying to Martin Lewis money expert because you just (laughs) have no idea what's going on and how to manage it it just seems like a basic thing to teach people.
0: Uh, Credit score again until you get to the point where you require one most people aren't aware what it is and then by that point they're like oh crap I've got to do all this work now to build one um it's like I've had to yeah. recommend I've had to recommend to some mates that I've got that are a lot younger than us um and I'm telling them what to do because they've never been told I'm like literally you're gonna to have to take out a credit card at this point spend yeah knowing that you can pay it back really quickly without building any interest to get that credit score up
1: well, that's the thing, because people just don't know about it. And then the biggest issue they face is then when they try and go for finance deals or even buying a house in Dreamworld, buying a <laughs> house um, or or renting somewhere, mm. suddenly you've got non-existent credit. And that sometimes is just as bad as having bad credit, which yes. is mental to me, but no one's told about it.
0: I mean, I remember when I tried first taking out my page um, not page ago, of my first contract phone. And the only place that would give me a contract phone was Carphone Warehouse. Whereas mm. I went straight to O2 and they were like, yeah, you've got no credit score. Mm. I was like, "I was like, what does what that mean? It's like, yeah, we can't give you a phone. I'm like, yeah, but I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> but ag- again, I wasn't told and I didn't know any better.
1: Well, it's the thing, it's a lack of education of something that is actually really, really important. I think Mm. the only way I was able to build mine up was through some renting stuff at university, but also um, having my phone transferred into my name from my dad's. And that was just the only way I was able to build it up. But even then I was doing that inadvertently because I, too, just didn't know. And it was just luck through the circumstances I was in that I had built a credit score.
0: Mm. Here's a question. Do you have... What, what is the most expensive purchase you've made? Not including your wedding, because I, <laughs> I don't want you to... Go just, <laughs> not including your wedding. Um, wow. <laughs> I would say, like... Uh, I'm trying to think of the term. Like a material good mm. that you've bought yourself.
1: That's... Well, see, I don't buy many. Mm, probably my... I'd say My laptop probably the most expensive thing I've bought myself
0: is it is it new is it old
1: uh it's a couple of years old now but that yeah I purchased it in 2020 oh, um, so that's not new. so it's it's old by laptop standards but yeah that's probably the most expensive thing I've thing I've bought I don't really buy really expensive stuff like I get a bit stressed out if I spend too much in Primark
0: so <laughs> so what, what um, made you what made you okay with making that purchase
1: Um, So I weighed up my options, really. I think what prompted me was just the working from home. And I Mm. had a very old, small laptop that my dad had given me. And it was working on that. And realizing how crap it was, and how much I needed a bigger screen, yeah. and also, um, actually, the tele light. Like, accumulatively, I've probably spent more money on Sims. That was a big motivator <laughs> for getting a laptop. It was because <laughs> I was miserable, so I wanted to create tiny people on my laptop to let them live the life I'm not living. So that was my biggest motivator for buying the laptop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so fifty percent Sims, fifty percent work.
0: Um, I would say the same discount in technology. I mean, I can always come back to you to ask, but that's my desktop that I'm speaking to you on now was probably the most expensive purchase, which I'm still paying off. But besides mm. that, I think if I had to say physical pair of trainers, 160 mm. quid.
1: Oof. <laughs> that's a lot for a pair of trainers. Don't what you are judge they?
0: me. Don't judge me. <laughs> They're part of like an eco-friendly Nike line. Yeah, I think you've oh, probably okay. seen them wear me wear them. When I say eco friendly, that helps me justify the cost. Um, but
1: <laughs> I, I was going to say, know... oh, we, I immediately can't argue because you're doing what's right by the environment.
0: <laughs> exactly, and what's right for my feet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say that's probably my most expensive. Actually, I take that back. I've got a pair that's 180, um, mm-hmm. and they weren't eco friendly, um, but oh, wow. they look damn good. God damn it! Um, <laughs> but I never used to be a brand person either. And I've only because I've gotten older. No, I used to, I was that kid that my parents would buy my clothes. And because I had a growth spurt early and they never had to keep buying me clothes. So Mm. I would have clothes that lasted for ages and I'd be stuck with Slazenger trainers um, whilst everyone else had decent brands. And I had big old bucket feet (laughs) and a lanky teenager body. Um, so stylish (laughs) but are you a label person I mean not intentionally a label person but have you realized that you have started gearing towards certain labels
1: with shoes definitely yes I am very label driven when it comes to my shoes but I love vans so Mm. I will spend the money on a pair of vans and I won't hang around with that because I know I love the shoes yeah. if I've got the money to buy them I will buy them and I get through them so quick as well just because they're my favorite favorite brand but in general trainers I tend to lean more towards the branded ones just because I like the look of them better yeah. and I think that they especially with things like vans, they do last a bit longer but if it comes to clothes not particularly just because my feelings towards clothes changes so quickly that I could like really like something one summer by the next summer it's going in the charity bin because I'm just not keen on it anymore. Whereas with trainers, I'm consistent.
0: What is the largest amount you've spent on a pair of Um,
1: uh, I don't think very much because they're not overly expensive. I think the most I've spent on a pair is like £75. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, they're they're, they're quite reasonable. If you just buy the like the plain ones, then mm. they tend to be around like 60-odd quid. But sometimes, um, especially on Office, they bring out these really nice limited edition ones, and I have a real soft spot for them, so I will spend yeah. on those.
0: I, I missed out on the opportunity to get Keith Herring Converse, like the ones you, no. saw, you saw me in the platform ones, yeah. Keith Haring drawings on, and I kicked myself, because they were on ASOS. But again, it was on my favorite list, and I was like, mm, I'm trying to be good.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> I was like, God damn it. No.
1: Um,
0: yeah, no, I, I never used to be a label person. Um, I agree with you. Shoes, clothes, as long as they're cheap, I'll buy them. Shoes, mm. I don't know what it is about shoes. I think it's because we do use them a lot more. Clothes, we mm. can kind of bounce around in styles, but shoes tend to go, uh, I would say, a good pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. a good pair of shoes and yeah. a, a really good basic t-shirt everything else can come and go around those items I don't know if you feel the same but that's why yeah, I feel like I agree you, with you. We, we like as a people spending money on a decent pair of jeans and a decent pair mm. of shoes at least
1: yeah I agree with that I think because they're the staples aren't they and yeah. you know that irregardless that will never really go out of style jeans mm. nice t-shirt and nice pair of trainers will always be a good go to so having those as your sort of good quality staples is always the way forward so i definitely agree and i especially think with shoes as well they sort of pull an outfit together and a lot yeah. of the time you're you could have a really nice outfit on but if you don't have the right shoes for it it can really let the whole thing down
0: like when you see those dads with a pair of jeans and some smart shoes and you're like oh,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah Oh god,
0: nice a nice pilo shirt, some jeans, and then um, some funeral shoes.
1: <laughs> exactly, and they've got to be really pointy as well.
0: <laughs> oh god, yeah. What's it called? Ankle kickers. Um, yeah. If you if you won the lottery, um, not including property, and not mm-hmm. including paying off debt, and not including donating money, right. what would be your big purchase for yourself so not including ash or for anything for both of you you have got a stupidly large amount so you yeah. can afford to make a, a, a greedy purchase for yourself to treat yourself do you know what your purchase would be for yourself
1: it has to be like a physical thing not yeah like it, a... no
0: property no car no giving money no, holiday. no donating. yeah no holiday just something physical oh that you what want that, you're like uh... oh i really want that but i can, can't afford it i can't justify it
1: I would get that you know that is it the Cartier bracelet the one that locks onto your wrist
0: I don't know oh Cartier Um,
1: yeah there's this beautiful I think it is but there's this really nice but eye-wateringly expensive bracelet that you Mm. get and I would get the silver one and it locks onto your wrist and it just looks so nice because I think my weak spot would be really expensive jewelry so I'd probably go wild in Cartier and Tiffany's
0: oh I didn't know Cartier did handcuffs um <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a padlock and a key yeah. and, then, and then you throw the key away um whole set. <laughs> I mean that's a good shout I never used to be, I used to be I used to be a jewelry person when I was younger but now less I've got like necklaces mm. and chains but I just don't use them but I know I, that's good that's a good shout a bit of jewelry what but,
1: would you get
0: um what would I get electrical Electrical. Yeah. I would get a, a really nice TV um, mm. and probably a PS Five because I'd probably get that. Um, oh, segue off of this. Is there a brand you've always wanted besides Cartier, like a clothing brand that if you could afford? Because me Versace. I want to own something Versace.
1: Really, something yeah. Versace. Oh, nice. Um, I quite like some Gucci clothes. I mm-hmm. think some of them can be really nice. I would, a yeah, I feel like I would just, yeah, <laughs> a bit of gucky. Um, I think I would go a bit wild with that just because I do. Or um, Tommy Hilfiger as well. I really love Tommy oh, Hilf- Hilfiger stuff.
0: Oh, I can see you in some Hilfiger.
1: Mm, I could like literally start to look like a rich mum who goes on lunches and just <laughs> has really long lunches with expensive bottles of white wine. Ah, oh, the dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could do that now, but less expensive in the way spoons
1: exactly yeah and I could just pretend I'll sit back and close my eyes and pretend oh do you know what else I would buy as well actually thinking about wine I love my wine I'd probably Mm. invest in some really expensive but really good wines
0: that's a good shout yeah
1: Mm.
0: I think I would do that as well I think I would purchase a bunch of gin though just like stock up enough to run my own business but just for me and I probably wouldn't <laughs> even touch half of them, but I'd be like, I own, I can hope, happily say, I own a lot of gin.
1: Yeah, I have a gin bar.
0: Um, obviously, I include, included some of, on that question, uh, included some stuff off of that, because obviously I don't want to, it would be the go-to answer to say, I'd buy a car or property and stuff like mm. that. But obviously you would buy a property because at the moment you rent, like myself. Yeah. Would you want to live in a massive house if you had a load of money? Personally, I wouldn't.
1: No, because then you think, then you oh, it's the upkeep. Why would yeah. I need that massive a place? And also, me and Ash talk about this a lot because we love imagining that we win the lottery. Mm. I would actually stay renting for a bit longer and I'd build my own home. I would build something that is exactly what I need and want it to be mm-hmm. and just make the perfect home. And I'd probably have a bigger garden than I would house. Just because yeah. I think, a garden space would be so much more valuable um and the house would be sort of big enough but not so overwhelmingly big that you go into it and you think I've got about 10 bedrooms what's the point
0: would you stay in the borough that you're in um
1: I think so I mean I'd be really tempted to move over sort of Henley way
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, that would just be I mean that would be the definition of rich person (laughs) living in a big posh house in Henley Um, or Virginia Water because Virginia Water is really nice but I would if I had the money I would stay around this area because the problem is I like it around here it's just really really expensive so if the expensive side of it wasn't an issue anymore then I would definitely still if I had the money to do it I would stay in the area.
0: I've seen a lot of stuff on TikTok at the moment with new buyers Um, new properties and new builds, the amount of issues they have. And again, I'm not surprised Mm. um, because I've heard advice from my elders before about buying old properties and that's all they talk about. And I'm thinking, why are you guys obsessed with buying old properties? And that's the reason why. It's because the new properties are built so shoddily. It's because
1: they just throw them up.
0: Yeah. They've got a time limit. They've got a Mm -hmm. permit limit for certain things. And We might
1: as well be in America with their, the way their houses are. That's oh what we're no. basically moving towards.
0: I'd rather take a new UK bad-built new-build house rather than the US ones. Because when they get <laughs> natural disasters, most of them build their houses out of wood because of the heat. Because the, the brick would keep the heat in. We need that here, but they don't want that there. So when they get mm. tornadoes and the houses get ripped up, it's because they're built out of twigs.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Cardboard houses,
0: and they're like, Oh, let's just build again. I'm like, Again, (laughs) screw this. I'd be shaking knees, emigrating, I'd be on the first plane.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Um, no, I agree with you. Building a house from scratch that's probably the sound the best way to go forward. A new build is completely out of the question. I, I mean, for me, though, it'd be different because I'm a city person, you know, I'm like, so I'd probably move to London and and the property is obviously ridiculously expensive but if we're talking in the realms of winning a lottery I don't know if I'd build a um I don't know if I'd buy a house or buy a flat or a really expensive apartment because I like Mm. you know what I mean I like that sort of thing but then my
1: apartment living in London yeah that would be pretty cool
0: good view but I'm just thinking oh god how would I get my stuff up if I move in
1: if you're rich enough you just pay someone to do it
0: true true see even i'm stressing out about hypotheticals of some situations <laughs>
1: so maybe have... having money isn't a good thing
0: <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i'd would you tell people if you won the lottery uh i wouldn't i I'm...
1: wouldn't tell people
0: i wouldn't either and i don't understand these people that do
1: no because it always goes wrong for them i don't want to be on the receiving end of copious letters telling me that i um you know i they deserve to be given some of my money that's all well and good but i would prefer to keep it private and i'll donate my money where i view appropriate and i'll help my va- family how i deem appropriate i don't want to be sort of held hostage by the nation because i've come into a lot of money
0: yeah and distant relatives um people coming out with accusations and stuff like that. Like, let's just sip into the background and disappear into the into the deep, into mm. the void, and spend my money how I want. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't trust people these days.
1: No, you can't, because everyone's in the same boat when it comes to struggles with money. Well, mm. some people are. But it, it. I think it just brings out the worst in people.
0: Yeah. I, again, t- I on TikTok, people posting videos about wills. Money coming out of that, and Mm. people having discussions and arguments about who gets what, and proof that even though it's like, oh, she left this glassware to someone, can you imagine if that was a large sum of money, it'd be even worse?
1: Well, yeah, this is the thing. And then, you know, if you see people who are close as anything, suddenly they're the worst enemies, all because of money.
0: Yeah, but enough about us. Um, if if you had a choice and you had to decide between if you had a large sum of money and it was to do something, let's say, okay, you can do this and then you win this large sum of money. Are you the type of person mm-hmm. to take a risk or like, or take a challenge to win a large sum of money? So if it was like doing something just like, I don't know, eating a bug or like one of those game shows, would you mm. be that type of person that would be able to handle that sort of thing a high stakes?
1: I think so, depending what it was. As long as it wasn't going to, like, impact me afterwards. <laughs> it's all I'm going having all that money, but if you're sitting in a big old empty house rocking back, back and forth because you've traumatised yourself, then yeah. it's probably not worth it. But I think depending on what, the, you know, what it was you had to do, I think I could handle it. It would, yeah, it would just very much depend on the severity of it. And also, would it then taint you for the rest of your life so everyone in public is looking at you and they're like, oh, there's Bug Girl or something? Because that would be hard to live with.
0: Is there a show off the top of your head that you could think that you could do? High stakes, I probably wouldn't be good at it because I'm not good at quizzes or anything like that. But if it was like a game show or something, I could do Big Brother. I think I could personally do Big Brother. Could you do, I don't know, I'm a celeb, if they did a civilian one?
1: I don't think I can handle I'm a sled. I'm terrible with bugs I'm awful with bugs (laughs) thanks (laughs) I I am so bad with bugs I think I could do something like um big brother as well to be fair because I think I could just not care enough to just slide through it and also I could probably play a bit of a character in order to get through it and hopefully win at the other end. But something like I'm a, I'm a slab. no, I, within the first hour, a wasp comes near me, I'm off.
0: <laughs> I could see you and Ash doing the, um, what's that one about the oh, pointless? I think you, t- oh, yeah. between the two of you, I think you'd make a good team to do that. I could see you doing that.
1: I feel like we could do that. Ash is always saying that what he applied to go on tipping point because he's always, re- every time he sits here and watches tipping point, he is always that- gets loads of the answers right.
0: Is that the giant one of one of those machines at an arcade where you put the coin in?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I could probably do that because I think the questions are a bit easier than pointless. Um, mm. I could probably do that. But again, I'm not much of a gambler. Are you a gambler?
1: No, definitely not. No.
0: No. I d- and these people that keep going on these shows and I'm like, you came on with nothing. Like, mm. don't be that butthurt that you didn't win anything. Literally, you're not You didn't pay anything to be here.
1: Yeah, I know. But there's
0: um, always a chance. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so upset. Oh, the one I'd probably be best at the cube.
1: Oh, do you think you would?
0: Yeah, out of all of them, it's muscle memory stuff, like physical questions. Mm. I I would be second-guessing myself away too much, but I think I could do the cube. Um, What is the one with the obstacle course in the water? I can't do that.
1: What total wipeout? Yeah,
0: no, I couldn't do that.
1: No, I couldn't do that either. I'd get I'd get freaked out by the height. That would just finish me off. I just I'd be like crawling back down. Instead, just, just leave me here. It's fine. I'll rescue myself.
0: I'd be like, can I just swim in the water? Do I have to jump on something to fall in? Can I just go for a dive? I'd be doing that. Yeah. Are you a generous would you be a generous person if you wouldn't uh... The lottery. So obviously, forgetting stuff aside, if you want a large sum of money, um, would you are you likely to give away a lot to family? Would you feel inclined to do that? Or would you wait for them to ask? Or would you tell them? Immediate family those
1: I see, I guess everyone's like immediate answer to this would be yes, no, I would give it away. I would be so great. But I think <laughs> I would actually be quite reserved with it, only because mm. I'm very conscious of the fact that you have a lot of money. It can become very easy to burn through it. I would give each of my family members and Ash's family members a set amount. Yeah. And I would say that's, that's for you. That's it. What you do with that money is your choice, but you've got it and that's yours. I wouldn't become like an endless pot of money for everyone. Like yeah. Obviously, if something horrible happened or something dramatic happened, I would help because, you know, that I, I just would want to help and I wouldn't want to see my family suffer. But I think I would be very strict on you have a set amount and that's that. Just because, you know, it's, it's a lot of money and it can be so easy to give it all away. And I'd want to be quite charitable as well in terms of, you know, helping out in other areas. So I think it would just be a case of set amounts. They do what they want to do with the money.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't do that.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: no, no. mate. No, every each to their own. I did think when I was younger I would do that, but knowing not, I know mm. now. Unless they're absolutely like to the ground at death's door, or so, for some other reason, like an ex- an extreme. No, I, yes, I shouldn't be waiting for that. But obviously, you know me. I have a different relationship with with my family yeah. than most. Yeah, I don't think I would, and I think it's just because, yeah, because of the relationships I've got, and I don't like. And again, we've both seen whether it be in the press or through our own experiences what happens to people when they get that money mm-hmm. and the fakeness that comes out sometimes do you get what i mean
1: percent. yeah yeah you don't want to suddenly all the people that you've not really spoken to for years are suddenly your best friend that's when you know it's just completely fake
0: mm. um final question mm-hmm. do you think your parents did everything they could to teach you about money and financial stuff like that do you think not that they should, well, as a parent, they should technically educate you in some way, but do you feel like you learned any lessons from them?
1: I definitely do, yeah. Yeah, I definitely do, particularly from my dad. He was mm. very, um, he's always been really good with money and, and quite switched on about it. He wouldn't necessarily always come to you with it, but if you went to him with any sort of queries, he was so good at just sort of looking at it with a logical brain and helping you figure out what's best. So I definitely think in terms of, you know, money mum and dad definitely taught me as much as they could I just think it's the same from our generation none of our parents knew how difficult it would be for us in terms of buying stuff and buying property and I think if they had known they probably would have instilled in us saving a little bit more so I guess I could say that's the only thing I probably wasn't it wasn't pushed in to me about saving but I don't think it's through their own fault. I think it's just because they didn't expect it to turn out the way it has.
0: No, I completely 100% agree with you. It's, it's a case of, obviously, they could never prepare for the financial markets and the crashes we've had. I mean, we've lived two, yeah. through two economic crashes, a world war, well, not a world war, a war, mm-hmm. um, and a disease. So we could never predict all that stuff happening in our lifetime alone exactly absolutely insane I just wish that mm. I completely agree I mean I wasn't I, ha, I do have a family member that I can come to for financial advice that I still speak to so I'm quite lucky mm. in that regard and if I there is an emergency they can often offer me some support um but I just wish that it would be okay it more people were told that it's okay to rent yeah you're not a disappointment if you don't own property and it's not the be all and end all same with marriage uh, for a relationship sort of aspect but with property you shouldn't feel bad because you don't own a property
1: yeah I agree with you because I always got the sense some people would treat you a bit like a second-class citizen because you didn't own a property and it was almost like oh you rent oh dead money that's what I've always had (laughs) in school yeah that renting is dead money and I think well actually I've lived in a few different properties, yes, but it's the highs and lows. It's the same as if you buy if you own a house, my argument is if you own a house, you're then responsible for if anything goes wrong with it. Mm. So as much as I'm at the mercy of a landlord, you are at the mercy of your property. And if anything happens to it, then you're the one that has to try and get it fixed.
0: Exactly, 100%. And the amount of properties for sale because they can't afford the properties or because of the financial mm. situations we are in as a country or as a world, most people having to sell because they can't afford them anymore. So it's like even people that do own properties having to give them up and they do become a burden in themselves. Um, Mm, Definitely. But no, yeah, I just wish the same as what you said, there was less stigma about renting. It's just, again, not everyone can be a famous singer or famous dancer, famous actor, famous this, that, or the other. Not everyone can be rich. There has to be people on lower status to do yeah. the other jobs and stuff not everyone can be on the same level not everyone can own so some people have to rent I mean if you want to own property and be like oh, I want to be a property manager I want to have real estate well then to have real estate means your creative properties that need to be rented
1: yeah
0: so someone's gonna to have to rent them for you to be real estate mogul so to speak you know what I mean
1: people Well, that's that. the truth yeah they do forget it and I think as well when you look at it I always think take the view of I will hopefully own a property one day mm-hmm. however it's not my first and foremost focus because I always say it to Ash we anything could happen at any point yeah. and if you spend your whole like, it's already bad enough and I think the pandemic really put that in perspective sometimes we just live to work
0: and we mm. live
1: for money and I think if all you're doing is earning your money and you get your wage in and you set yourself aside like 50 quid to do what you want to do so you're having to sacrifice things in that respect and then every other penny is going toward your savings but even then it's probably years and years of saving you're going to get that property and just be really miserable and have no friends because you've not had the time to actually do anything because your sole focus has been saving I just think it will happen one day but renting isn't such a bad thing if it needs to be done it needs to be done you've got a house you've got a roof over your head and and it's fine
0: uh, again 100% agree with yourself it's I some of the people I know that are the most miserable are the savers but obviously they're doing mm-hmm. something that I'm not very good at but it's I think it's the pessimist in me is like you're not going to save enough. Mm. unless there's five of you Ma- maximum i mean it's going to be a struggle with a two in you know, a people in a relationship or a couple but it's, mm. it's, it's like is your happiness enough to warrant you not being able to live
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: but anyway on that uh pleasant note <laughs> i'd just like to <laughs> i'll wrap up this uh, episode thank you very much for coming on and talking to me lucy thank you
1: no worries thanks for having me <laughs>
0: And um, to the listeners out there, thank you very much and uh, we'll see you soon.
1: Don't forget, if you like what you're listening to in
0: this podcast, you can follow us on the following social media, Instagram, Twitter
1: and Facebook under the name Let's Compare Views. I repeat, it's called Let's Compare Views.